Now we're joined by another person well known to everyone, not only in County Clare, but all over. As tremendous work done in the Camogie circles during her time with Clare Camogie. Also involved with Clooney uh, Quinn in the hurling. But more importantly, she's secretary of the, the Clare Handball Association now. Her, her part-time job, or maybe her second full-time job, we're delighted to welcome Orla Constantine. Good evening, Leo. Good evening, Pat. Orla, how are you? Orla, um, look, at, it's coming to the end of, of a long, long weekend, and we spoke to Tommy Hegarty and Shane about it. As I said, it didn't only just happen this weekend. You know, this has been months in the making. Yeah, I suppose within Clare, we looked at it maybe last um, September time. It was a provisional application out for people to see counties that wanted to host and I suppose we just looked that we have good strong clubs within the county. We were after having a tremendous year at juvenile level last year and what we felt was important was to bring handball and adult handball and good quality handball at all different levels and ages to the county so that now these children could go out and see it. Um, last year I suppose we, we kind of reformed our juvenile structures and every child had massive games during the year and there's a huge um, enjoyment and a huge buzz and a huge interest in handball at the minute. So bringing these players, thankfully it came through um, and the amount of young children and people and families that have been in alleys that have seen games live that would never have seen it because I suppose if you're involved in the, the elite side we'll call it a handball are travelling huge distances and it's a lot of time and it's a lot of investment so I suppose it's nice to bring it to the county and let those people see it and bring a new interest and what they've seen what they've been surprised with is that your play from you know 17 I suppose on the adult ball right up to 60 65 70 and I'll talk you yet Pat yeah I heard Pat say he was going talking out we'll be sending out the form next week he's getting too close for comfort though (laughs) Um. And, and all the different levels, you know, from, you know, from CB, Challenger for new people starting out. But there's a place involved for everybody and every ability. Orla, I think the timing of, of bringing the championships to Clare couldn't have been timed better. Look, as you said, structures have been really, for underage handball especially, have improved greatly. The standards of the underage handball has improved greatly. And it's just to give it that extra, you know, what can give it that extra push? And having the champions here is as good a promotion as any. It is. Um, you know, so the kids have started off. We need to rejuvenate our adult handball. Um, I suppose it hasn't come back to what it was since COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, that took a lot of people out of the game. And I suppose, unfortunately, more older people out of the game because two years of not playing sport is very hard to recover from realistically once yeah. you get past a certain stage of life. So that's you're very being, hard. You've been very, very modest there. Uh, but like... You know, you do. And it's, I mean, a game that you see where you can win in All-Ireland at over 70, you know, it's like a handball is absolutely fabulous. I got, like, I was really lucky last year, I got the chance to travel with Sean into America and to see people out there, you know, in their 60s, 70s and 80s. And, you know, you think maybe, geez, they're hardly able to walk, but when they go into an alley, what they're able to do, you know, and it's, it's fabulous for every aspect of life. Orla, sorry, I and many other people would have associated you more with Camogie over the years. I certainly would from hearing phone calls in my own house been made over, over the years. But um, how did you get involved yourself and what, what threw you into the game? Uh, children. Yeah, as usual. <laughs> the common, common team. Yeah. Common team. Yeah, so I suppose from my personal point of view, um, all the kids at home would have played handball. 
and I suppose you know Dave, David and Sean especially I suppose became more successful with it and travelling an awful lot with it and um, I suppose I fell out not fell out but um, my journey in life changed you know a number of years back so I'm six years now with the paramedics so I'm working shift work and change work so my commitment to things where you have to be someplace three times a week at a certain time I can't do that any longer um, and the kids were involved and you know I just found we were travelling all the time we like you know there was nothing there was no games there was no tournaments in Clare yeah. so um, I suppose I fell into handball <laughs> because I, I'm kind of rather than trying to give out about something I said well what can we do about it what can we get on with mm. Um, so last year I got involved with the juvenile side of things after having watched my own lads playing for four or five years and we ran a Clare Challenge tournament last year so we had children um, under 13, 15 and 17 from all over Ireland come and play in a tournament boys and girls so all these clubs that have hosted the adults this year hosted a, a, a juvenile tournament last year towards the end of January and we have year two of it coming around towards the end of this January coming and what's lovely is that when we've been on the, the start of the circle this year we're travelling places and they're saying is that on? Is that on? Yeah. Are you holding that? So that's that's good like you know that shows an interest in places so I suppose having had that in January last year I was never afraid of, that our clubs would not be able to manage this there was a little bit of a trial run Ola, how many uh, underage players are playing in the county at the moment because I know numbers have have increased dramatically massively I know so I won't tell you, I nearly have to go through the clubs to figure that out for you but I know here in Tumgraney there's nearly 100 yeah. there's nearly 100 in Kilkishan there's 100 in Clooney um, there's about wow. 60 in Tuna their castle are back up and running as well too you know so they are you know starting from the underage up and the market have about 60 as well too so like all the clubs have big numbers the problem yeah. that we have nearly now is we don't have enough alleys yeah that's what Eugene the point, point Eugene made and I suppose it's something that's probably going to have to be looked at uh, in time about maybe getting more more alleys built but look that comes at a cost to Orla you know and Funding for handball, you, you never, you never. The one thing you, I always heard about about, hand, about handball, you never see the handball association. Um, obviously, they take funds. You never hear them crying out for funds. Or there's never any this word sponsorship coming in. Is it a way forward, uh, Orla? It has you know? to be. It has to be. Um, I suppose people maybe up to now were maybe a little bit quieter because they see it as more of an individual sport. But I think the more tournaments that comes on, the more team events that comes on, and when people see the value of it, you know, for wh what it is to children, um, you know, involvement at all the different levels. And I think people haven't understood that in Clare anyway, you know, maybe as such up to now. So, but we need the sponsorship to divide to develop it on now and push it on. Just looking at the nine venues and clubs involved in, in this weekend's organisation and hosting uh, match, big matches, um, it's noticeable that it's you can draw a line down through Tuna and there's nothing I think more west than that. Is is there any interest up there? Are the players come from the west? Or is there any interest maybe in spreading it up? That I know it's easier said than done, but um, is there something that is being demand up there at some stage to maybe get West Clare involved as well? This Inverna, you said one before. Oh, yeah. I remember Brendan. The spa had one. There was yeah. one in Kilkee. There was right. something in Kilrush as well too. So you know, I suppose, mm. yeah, interest comes in sporadics, I suppose, from them. Yeah. You know, and you need 
So um, we've heard Marguerite Gore here, who's the development officer for handball. So this is the very first year they're in place, about three months, that handball have even had national development officers. Excellent. Um, she met with the Clare Sports Partnership on Friday. We're looking at getting our in-service for primary school teachers. Um, I told her it was never more needed. After the interest that was developed, it was um, Munster Run, just a confined team event uh, it's a mix of boys and girls and we can put two teams which is six players and two subs so that's only eight kids so yeah. it's only 16 and over 60 kids turned up to Clare Castle last week um, for trials for that oh. um, so we need our teachers to be able to do a little bit so they've developed an in-service for teachers that gives them a 16-week training programme if they come and they do their training course and can go back into the schools so like, the schools can do that insofar as they have a hall um, Newmarket Club you might have seen recently are developing three one-wall facilities in the ha- community hall in, in Newmarket and I suppose with the world's one-wall handball coming to UL next year you know that gives huge opportunity and it'll show to schools that you just need a straight wall and you'll be able to teach some of the skills and kids will develop from there All of this one-wall is going to take over isn't it really? It seems to be that Obviously, it does a change in trends. Obviously, when handball started to 60 by 30, then it went to 40 by 20 is taken over. Will will one will the one wall eventually take over from the 40 by 20? Because there seems to be a great happen. I don't for it. Yeah, I don't know that it will. I mean, like definitely, I suppose handball is just maybe slower progressing back after COVID. Um, and that's internationally that's not just here America was hit quite bad with it but I suppose the one wall appeals to a different people or people who don't have a tradition or history I suppose in the one wall um, and it's easier for I suppose governments and sports bodies to put money into one wall yeah. because of the facilities that are needed for it and I know like in London at the minute they have 50 one wall courts developed under the urban renewal and they're actually putting them in um, the walls of shopping centres and things like that and putting them on display in lockers where you can rent a ball out from and just play against a wall as they try to develop it. Um, so I suppose it, it will take an interest and it will take um, you know some development, but I don't know that it'll kill our party by 60 because it's a special game for it as well. Well, obviously the handball is tied in with the GA, right? Yeah. And the promotion of handball from the GA, to be fair, is poor. It's it is. poor to say the least. It is, it is. Right? Yeah. You know, especially with the international dimensions there. You, you spoke about all the travelling you've done with, with your youngest, especially and with Sean being successful over there last year. You know, many, many uh, other players, and we see Colin, I just said, we say hello to Colin Corbett uh, in Australia. He won there in Australia there uh, recently. Mm. It's, an unta- it's an untapped um, potential, really. It's, it's a, t- a point being missed by the GA, really, isn't it? Yeah, it, it definitely is. You know, we, we need to promote the game more and we need to integrate the game a little bit more. And I suppose handball is doing its little bit for that at the minute in that it's making the programme almost a year-round thing. Whereas I suppose if you only have a sport that's in action for three months of the year and dies off, it's very hard to keep that promoted. But now the way it has developed between you have a period for the small alley, a period for the big alley and the one wall, and they're all rolling into one and more and more players are starting to play the three coats. And I think that is the thing that you have to do to, to push that on. And all of this year, okay, obviously the, the logistics of this one was massive. And of course, you had the trial room at Dundrae's last year. So you know what you were doing. You were, you were thinking ahead of, ahead of the box. This time uh, next year, next August, the World Championships are on in, in, in UL. 
the one wall world one wall world championships yeah that's going to be you know a big promotion really as well isn't it it is and um, you know hopefully we'll make the most on that as well too because that's under the promotional side we say Monster Handball are hosting that in UL with UL so you know that should tap into maybe some funds coming through and the promotion of it and the fact then that we get a couple of local alleys you know one wall's up and running um, it would be lovely if we could build one in, you know, with our local council in the Fair Green or Lees Road or get one into the Centre of Excellence in Caherlohan. I was, I was, you, that was the point I was going to make. I said, I was going to ask you that before we finished. With the GA, the centre over there, right? Of course, we grant for yourself to admit to fair away. But is it, is it in the pipeline even? Is it in the toss of the GA? And especially with Deirdre being CEO, you know, and Deirdre played handball herself. And in, in the past, would it be in their thoughts to, to put it up? So when the new plans were put, and not new plans, but there was there's further development due in Caherlohan, and there is meant to be a wall going in in that, and that part of that wall would be able to accommodate a one one. But we need to integrate it more. Like I see, you know. Um, counties in other parts of the countries when they're doing their big development days and launches and you know once a year they're having their bringing their coaches in and handball is included in that so we need to get to there and we need to know that handball doesn't take from our GEA sports because I suppose it's been we've had players at this time of the year you know who would have maybe taken part this weekend but there were still matches going on yeah. so, so they can't because you can't let your team down when this is an individual sport and, but like players that play handball are fabulous hurlers they're fabulous camogie players you know they have speed of thought they, they, they see things before they happen and they're preempting because they have such little time to think in an alley and we need more of our hurlers and camogie players coming into the alley and playing for the winter and get our winter leagues up and just get social handball back up in the county because that's what thrives everything. Well, there's one final question. You won't get more important coverage than Scarif Bay Community Radio, but is it hard to get national uh, press and radio and TV interested in this? This is a huge event. And just shortly or briefly, how hard is it to get attention from the national press? It is, um, and again, money is a driving point behind that. So there's where your sponsorship, because you you have to put money in to get those snippets of time. Um, so you know that's starting to improve, but it needs to come a little bit more. You know, and you need television time. People yeah. need to see the game. Key, yeah. yeah. Like, like the seventies, the top pace, and that again. Or one, one last question before you go, you know, and look at your well on the circuit now of uh, travelling with your own lads who have been very, very successful. I presume this weekend has whetted the appetite for Sean because this time next year, yeah, he'll be 18. He, he should be, or is he, what's he, he's under 16 all the time, is he? So Sean has two years of playing under 16. He seems to be wrong forever. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it does whet the appetite, but you That's know. But he, he absolutely loves it. He, like, he thrives in it. He loves the alley. He loves the challenge of the alley. Um, I suppose for him, his personal goal will be the World Championships in the big alley in uh, so 12 months from now, October, right. Halloween time next year. He's bang on age for it. No pressure at all. Um, but like he spent all day yesterday in Clooney. He's here today he's watching the adult men's and women's. And like, he just loves it. Yeah, Ola, look, at the time is coming. Out. I think the senior final is about to get run away shortly. We won't ask guest the doctor. Ola, as always, very good. And thanks for, for your talk. Thanks, Ola.